We get asked all the time, how do we do so much? Well, it's because we have a plan. We are big on looking at our lives and doing constant reevaluations of where we've been and where we are going. We try to be very intentional about our path. That is what today's episode is all about, how we do it, what we do, and what times of year we sit down and actually reevaluate. But not like how we do it. Well, Wesley, everything, everything has to be about sex. (laughs) Here we go. Welcome to I Get It, a podcast for the modern woman who doesn't want to live mediocre. We're balancing babies on our hips, typing out that important email, and flipping pancakes at the same time. Not to mention, keeping things steamy with our husbands right before we put our face mask on for the night. It's not easy, and you are not alone. I'm your host, Tara Wages, and I get it. Welcome to today's episode of I Get It. I am your host, Tara Wages, and I am sitting here with my favorite human. I know I was without you last week, and I have Wes Wages, my husband, the love of my life, the greatest gift to the world. He is... I think that was Jesus. Well, sorry. You're 100% right <laughs> about that. In my life, post-Jesus. <laughs> and today you are 37 years old. 37. You're an old man, In bud. 1983. <laughs> I was, you know, John Mayer wrote that song. Yeah. I guess he was thinking about me. Probably. You know. Yeah. Today's your birthday. How Thanks. do you feel? I feel good, you know. You feel old? Actually, I feel pretty old, and I'm exhausted, and <laughs> ready for a nap at any time, and my muscles hurt. Literally, when he sat down in the seat, he was, like, stretching his back and aching. Yeah, because I was picking up walnuts all tonight, you know. <laughs> and you sound like an old man. That's right. So, I was, like, really racking my brain of, what do we want to talk about today? Knowing that it's your birthday. Mm. And also knowing that the world has changed dramatically from last Tuesday. All week, we kept thinking, okay, we need to record an episode, so we're ahead. We get tired of doing this late on Monday nights. But then I was like, we don't know what's going to happen in the world. We can't just jump the gun. And so as of this moment, which as we know, it's 2020, so anything (laughs) is possible, We have found out that Joe Biden is president-elect with Kamala Harris, and however you feel about it, good or fearful, that is where we are at. And really, the only thing that we can control is ourselves in this narrative and how we are living and how we are treating people moving forward. And this really went right along with your birthday, which is ironic because West Wages hates politics. Oh, yeah. I barely got him to vote in the last election. And I really think the only reason you did it is because you knew you'd had to answer to my mom. My mom is you so... You mean the most recent election? No, the last one. 2016. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. You could have cared less. I voted libertarian on that one. Yeah, like you, did, you were not interested at all. But my mom is so pro, like... You have to exercise your right. You can't get in trouble with your mother-in-law. This time, you were much more <laughs> educated. <laughs> and you were ready to show up with your vote and you used your voice. And it was incredible to watch as your wife. And so while that may not be your passion, 
the aspect of living intentionally is something that you are passionate about. Yeah. And it is something that drives you and something that without realizing it when I met you is a reason that I fell in love with you long time ago. And you fell so, in love with me without even like talking to me. I did. So I fell in love <laughs> with you without even talking to you. But it was just like this confirmation of, oh, wow, there is something in his spirit that I've never experienced before. I've never met anyone like him. And so thinking about all of those things, I was like, this is definitely what we're talking about today, intentional living. And so I want to backtrack way back to 2005 when I met you that summer. And what was it about you that was different, that really stood out to me as a man that I had to be with for the rest of my life. One, you were supportive. I've told the story about... I think, number one, you said sexy. <laughs> uh, sorry. I just, you know, want to back sh- back up and uh, just make sure I that mean, was I mean, we had some really great makeout sessions on my roommate's bed. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> but she gave us permission. Her bed was bigger than mine. <laughs> Wes is oh, a large college man. days. <laughs> college days where your roommate says, yeah, just feel free to make out on my bed. <laughs> Thank you, Chrissy. Love you forever. Um, but more than that, more than the incredible makeout sessions, you were supportive. You were respectful. I mean, we didn't even kiss for a, like at least a month after we went on our first date because you were so respectful of my space and like not wanting to cross any boundaries with me. Even leading up to our wedding, I begged Wes to sleep in the bed with me. I did. And not even necessarily to have sex. Granted, I would have totally had sex with him prior to our wedding day and been fine with it, honestly, because I knew he was my husband. Um, But the man was so strong and refused to even sleep in the bed with me. He had an air mattress and slept on the floor. We lived long distance, so we stayed together whenever we traveled to see each other. He was just so respectful of me as a woman in my space and not crossing any boundaries that he had set for himself or for his future wife with me being his future wife. He was challenging. Um, he pushing limits of what a person can do and telling me that I can do so much more than I ever thought that I could. Mm. And at like 20 years old, He had already gone through Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University. Like, what 20-year-old does that? I had never even heard of Financial Peace. I think I had a dollar to my name when we got married. I had had those CDs. It was like the CD set. Yeah. I had no money. And he was just already very specific about who he wanted to be and what he wanted from his life. And that was, that was sexy. Mm. And I didn't even know what it was about him that was so magnetic until we were married. And those elements started influencing me on a daily and yearly basis. So, of course, when we got married, we are goal setters. We set goals for ourselves. We have things that we are wanting to accomplish. So we always know where we're going 
together. You know, if we don't have a path, then we're just wandering aimlessly and we don't ever get anything done. Yeah. So, and also by setting goals together, we know we're a team. We're working together on something like it's silly to have a football team or a soccer team. Like if they don't have a mission, they're just individuals out there moving around. But when they all have a play, you know, like you have to do this specific play, suddenly you're a team working together and it's no one person that's winning. So by setting those goals, Wes and I are unified and it gives us like, I really think that creates longevity in marriages because we are always together working towards something. Yeah. And our first goal was to not have a baby. <laughs> and hear me out because I know that life is full of surprises. We have had surprises along the way of our goal setting and things that we've wanted either budget issues have come in the way and and something has fallen through or we've had difficult life circumstances that have caused us to struggle individually that have come in between what we were trying to achieve. But for the most part, when we've set a goal, we've worked really hard to achieve it. So when we said we don't want to get pregnant, we actively tried to not get pregnant birth control, no chances, like doubling up for if we needed to, we just, we were not risky people at all because we knew we didn't want to have a kid for five years. If something had happened, that is what the good Lord would have wanted for us. And we would have been overjoyed and our kids are a delight. But during that five years, we invested into us and our marriage and travel and creating a business for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's something else I had no idea that I could actually do until Wes looked at me and said, Tira, you're a talented photographer. Why don't I set you up a website? (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you book some weddings and start making money? All that I've done is because he looked at me and said, hey, you can actually do this. And believed that it was possible. Yeah, why not? Why not? And so during those five years of not having kids, of course we were tempted at times. I mean, I love a baby. I love a baby. And um, we started to get off track in moments. But Wes was always the one, Tira, stick to the plan. We have a plan. We know what we want. Let's keep going. And then when that five-year mark hit, Praise the Lord, we were able to get pregnant and that we we are lucky in that way. And yeah. I know that that is not the story for so many people. Then our next plan, though, was to have four babies. <laughs> and we got done with number two and I sat West down and was like, listen, mama's tired. <laughs> I'm done. And he looked at me and said, Tira, stick to the plan. We know we want four kids. We know what we want. And I listened and there have been moments where I'm like, why did I listen to that? Because mama's tired. But then I'm like, which kid would I give away? And I just really don't know. I mean, a different day, I might give a different answer. (laughs) But overall, this is what we want. And when we're looking at our lives, we don't look at tomorrow. We really try to not just think about this next month and the hardness of this next month. We really try to think about 
20 years down the road, 30 years down the road, five years down the road, where do we see our family? Where do we see ourselves? And we make our decisions of what we do today based on those things. Yeah. Yeah. You agree? Yeah. I'm really big picture. I'm always like, Hey, what's the, what's our angle here? What's our purpose? How are we being efficient with our time? For sure. And this was really the first time that we had ever come together and made a plan. And and it was our family planning. Like, what do we want our family to look like? And it worked. And it, by doing that, it opened up the doors for us to incorporate things into our lives that are important, like travel. And so now as a family, we know travel and adventure is important. We are, you know, kind of grounded in the fact that we don't want to load four kids on an airplane and go places. So we invested in an RV. We were able to do that at the time because we'd been saving and we're able to still incorporate that into our lives. And so we're just not the kind of people that say one day, one day, one day. We work today by making those plans and start putting things into action so that one day can become today. If we know we want to buy an RV, we start planning and saving for that immediately so we can actually achieve that goal and we can make it happen today. Yeah, it it kills me so often when you hear people say, you know, I've always wanted to go see the Golden Gate Bridge. I'm like, why don't you do it? Like, that's, we live in a country you can drive a couple days, you know, take your week off and go do it. Yeah. You know, but you'd rather go to the beach and spend your money there. It's like one year, cancel the beach, go to those things you said you wanted to do elsewhere. You know, and there's a lot of fear of that as well. So, well, San Francisco may be a dangerous place. People, <laughs> I don't know. how do I say this like nicely? Um, Nowhere is as bad as the news makes it seem. It is not. We've been in Jerusalem when people were scared. They were shooting bombs and stuff bombs like that. Bombs were actually going off. But, but you know what? We were in the place we were completely safe and it was fine. You know, and we've been in a lot of different situations that people thought were going to be really scary. You know, it's just like the riots right now. Yeah. You know, people, somebody was like, hey, be careful in Minneapolis. Heard there's riots going on. You know, it's like one block. Yeah. Do you realize how big the city is? Yeah. You know, it's like one block is maybe a dangerous area. Just don't go to that block. Everywhere else is completely fine. Right. So all of these things that we, the fear that's in our minds, it's like, put it to the side and just try it for yourself. Right. And one of the ways that we do that is by actually listing out what things do we actually want? And we update this list often. And I'm going to go through here in just a minute of when we go through these lists, because we do it a couple of different times of year, depending on what topic we're talking about. But it's really just getting down What do we want? What is our big picture goal? And what do we see our life in? And then we break it down by year. And then we break it down by quarter and month of how can we obtain it. So we both really love to use Michael Hyatt's Full Focus Planner. And they come out and they are a quarter. It's three months within a planner. So we are able to plan the next three months of what we want to achieve within those three months. And those three months contribute to our big picture of where we want to go and where we want to be. And we, of course, have days where we just lay in the bed and do absolutely nothing. No clothes, no makeup, like we veg out. But when we wake up that morning, 
we typically look at each other and say, are we going to be active today and do something? Or are we going to veg out? Because even on those days, I want to be intentional that that's the purpose of the day. I want to say that today's goal is to do nothing. So at the end of the day, I don't feel guilty about doing nothing. Yeah. Because if I'm intentional about it and I know my body needs it, that's a good thing. Rest is good. And goals don't have to be huge. I was talking to uh, a friend about this online and she said, goals are so hard for me because for me, setting a goal is just cleaning out my basement. And I told her like, cleaning out your basement is incredible. That's such a good goal because it gets clutter out of your mind. You know, right now, I have house projects that I want to do, but one of the first ones is the storage room upstairs. It needs to be U-hauled and like completely cleaned out. That's a great goal to have. But for me, that's a three-month goal. That is not necessarily going to contribute to our five-year plan, which our five-year plan is raising our kids in a loving home full of adventure, seeing national parks, educating them, being involved in their education, then being involved in one sport, in one instrument. Like long-term, that is what we want for our family while being able to work independently within our own business. And I am even still working through what I want to do with my life. (laughs) You know, I'm literally in the middle of possibly changing careers, changing paths, and navigating what that looks like. So I also still have those in-between moments that we figure out. But there are really two big times of year that we sit down and we reevaluate where we are and where we are going. And really, I will say two and a half, you know, for me at least. Our biggest time is New Year's. Every New Year's, we sit down and we do this either, I don't know, we try to do it like right around the first. And we say, what went well last year and what did not go well last year? And we break it down by category, family, financial, spiritual, business, what in these categories went well and what did not go well. And it's actually really incredible to do. And we will have an episode where we are going to break down our 2020 for y'all and tell you all of the things that went well, what didn't go well. And what I've loved about this exercise is so I would look back and say my worst year was 2017. It was a very dark, difficult year for me. And I can remember getting to the what uh, that that exercise and thinking nothing went well. This year was so horrible. It was so dark and all, everything didn't go well. And then I started actually writing out what went well. And I was amazed by all of the moments that were beautiful and everything that happened that made the year an incredible year. I was shocked to see that list was probably twice as long as I expected it to be. And then during that, we look into, okay, based on these things, what didn't go well, how can we look into next year? How can we make next year better? What goals do we want to see accomplished? And create those goals around it and break it down. How are we going to obtain those goals? The next time of year that we really sit down and do a big evaluation is on our anniversary. 
And where the difference is, is for New Year's, we're looking at our whole life, financial, business, everything in one, where for our anniversary, we sit down and we really look at our marriage. We typically go on a date, of course, like everybody does. We set aside intentional time and we know going into that time together that we're going to talk about this. So we've prepared ahead of time individually. And we really talk about favorite parts of our marriage, you know, things that we have loved since we've been married, some highlights, highlights from the year. But then we also talk about three things that from my perspective, Wes really excelled in that year. What did he knock out of the park and just crush? And then three areas that Wes needs to look at and and work on that maybe he didn't do as well or struggled in from my perspective. So we have those moments of like being lifted up and also seeing what our partner is needing from us and really evaluate that and then incorporate that as we go into the next year. Birthdays for me, I always love on my birthday thinking of, and that's, it's a just me moment, you know, and like today for you, it's a just you moment and thinking like, what have we done in your 36th year? You know, it was a great year. And then looking into 37, what do you want to see happen? And um, what went well this year, Wes? Can you name anything? Yeah. What went well? 36. We hit our financial goal for the business. Amazing. Something you've been working on for three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we bought an RV. Yep. And that was huge. Yes. Um, and last weekend we cleaned the backyard. <laughs> you have and I will say to do that. that that's probably means more to me than anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I will also say that I have seen from an outside perspective for this last year, you have really gained insight. And like, I've seen you grow a lot in your compassion and empathy for other people. Mm-hmm. Where that's, that is a character trait that you used to like really not ever have to tap into. And you have evolved so much in that area over this last year that I don't know. I'm really proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Thanks. And what do you want to see is 37. Oh man, you hit me with some questions. <laughs> I want to, I want to go and see and take care of people and, um, learn about our kids more as they grow older or about their personalities. Yeah. And I want to buy another property. Ooh, that one hurts me. (laughs) (laughs) Or two. Yeah. You definitely sent me a link or something last week. Yeah. You totally ignored me. I absolutely did. My brain can't even comprehend buying another property right now. But that's a great goal for you, bud. <laughs> I'm okay with buying another property, but not another project. I'm just not mentally ready for it. So that's awesome. And uh, yeah, I love just sitting and reevaluating where we've been and where we are going. We also maintain this throughout the year. Those are our three big holidays, I guess, that we really have a, a major thought about it. But on our weekly dates, our bi-weekly catch-ups, we ask each other questions like, what are you most excited about right now? And what's causing you the most stress or anxiety right now? 
What can I help you with? And what, what are you needing? We ask ourselves these questions to each other so we can help continue to work towards these goals and we can get where we want to be together Mm -hmm. and have a full life. We only get one shot. We get one chance and our lives and our goals, even individually look different. Wes's word for himself is freedom, adventure, freedom. That is what drives him. And my word is love and light. And that is what drives me. And so taking these two things together and creating a life that allows both of those things to flourish in an exciting way and not just sit and be stagnant in it. And we do that by having intentional conversation, writing things down. I barely will go on a date without my notebook. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it annoys Wes so much, but I have to write things down so I know where we're going. Yeah. So, so that is us. And um, yeah, I love living life with you. You too, baby. You make it incredible. And I hope you have a great birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. And thank you all for joining us today. Go and wish Wes a happy birthday on, you're not going to post anything on Instagram tomorrow. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, then I'm going to post something about you on my Instagram. <laughs> you can go to my Instagram <laughs> and tell Wes happy birthday and he will see it. And I want to say thank you for everyone who's left us a review. I'm going to read off from a man tonight since we're talking about, you know, my man. And thank you to Papa F. Football, (laughs) who said, So my wife and I love finding things we can listen to, discuss, laugh with, and help us grow. This has been all of that. Thank you guys for the tips, insights, laughter, and willingness to be vulnerable. You are speaking our language, and we are loving it. Now, one thing... That means a lot coming from a guy. It does mean a lot coming from a guy. And speaking of men, and today is your birthday, essentially. This podcast is going live on your birthday. Yeah. I learned a valuable lesson last year with sex. We got in, like, one of the biggest fights last year of the whole year on your birthday because you were disappointed <laughs> that I wasn't more initiative. Yeah. And so women out there, when it's your man's birthday, I'm talking about this because it's Wes's birthday, there is a level of expectation. Hell yeah. And so I guess we both need to go to sleep right now. <laughs> so tomorrow night, <laughs> I'm not trying to go to sleep on Why you. Why is it going to be a night? Oh, my goodness. So all you men out there, I'm also looking out for you Thank you, Papa F. Football. (laughs) Papa F. Football. Yes. And I know that life is a little crazy. And there are days that you feel a little crazy, especially when you look back at the last six months and you have no idea what you've done, where you've been, and how you got there. You are not alone. It has totally happened. I feel (laughs) like it happened this year at times for sure. You are not alone. I get it. Be happy and love each other. Peace.